As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Western Conference Finals here on the NBA Daily Ding. I'm Jared Weiss. He's Mo Dekeel. Andrew Schlecht is producing this one where the Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks 112-87. to It was, I guess, surprisingly close in the first half and then not even close to close in the second half because this game moved fast. I mean, first off, the Warriors were just fast running up and down the court. This was a thing where they just controlled the tempo and the pace of this game the entire night. And no point did it really slow down and no point were they not getting out in transition every opportunity they had. They finished with 18 fast break points, Jared, and they just flew up and down the court tonight. It was, you know, it's it was Warriors basketball. There's nothing else you could say. It was watching this going like, yeah, that's Warriors ball. I mean, Jordan Poole getting a coast-to-coast fast break off of a made free throw. Like, how how does that stuff happen in the conference finals? Oh, that's just sloppiness and, and not playing well and not paying attention and things like that. You know, I think there's just a lot of – we're going to get into it, but I think just a lot of those type of mental errors from the Mavs. But ultimately, like, Jared, it was – Steph was all over the place. I mean, you had oh, Clay yeah. making a lot of movements and constantly moving. Again – quintessential Warriors offense stuff. There's that possession where the Mavs defense was pretty good all the way through, but they never panicked. I think it was in the third quarter. They trapped Curry. Curry kicks it out. The defense is in rotation. It finally ends up in Clay's hand. Clay drives in the lane. He hits Looney for an easy dunk. You know, it was a 20-second shot clock possession, but it was constant movement all 20 seconds of that. And I think that's something that's just, you watch that going like, yeah, Warriors basketball. What are you going to do? Yeah, it, I mean, we, we've known for some time that the big thing with Warriors basketball is that, you know, most teams in the NBA, they have some, you know, some pretty similar shape to them, similar action, stuff like that. It's kind of all about, like, which ones do you choose, which ones work for your personnel, while the Warriors just move in a completely different way. Like, they go to different spots. There's plays like Steph Curry cutting to the near side block to draw two and then just kicking a pass out over his shoulder to Andrew Wiggins, it's a three. Like, they do all sorts of stuff that you just don't really see anywhere else. And... 
Dallas, who played incredible against Phoenix, who, you know, Phoenix is kind of like a very standard template team. They just like, they run a lot of spread, pick and roll, stuff like that. They're just amazing at it. But at least you kind of know a lot of the time where things are coming from. And it's really, can you stop it? While Golden State just looked like Dallas, it just looked like Dallas had no idea where everything was coming half the time. Yeah. And I think an important stat here is in this game, Golden State had 28 points in the mid-range. They didn't shoot it well from three. It wasn't like a, a a wild shooting night from the Warriors and wow, this is amazing and things like that. They had 28 points in the mid-range. You know, they had Otto Porter hitting jumpers, you know, off of dribble pull-ups and things like that. Wiggins, who I thought was just fantastic on both ends of the court, making plays and being aggressive. Overall, I mean, you just watched everything about it. I mean, this was a thorough ass kicking, but on top of it, they just they got everything they wanted throughout the night. And the big thing for me, Jared, beyond the, the mid-range points, only 15 turnovers. Like, we've seen games from this Warriors team, this playoffs, where they have 20-plus turnovers. You know, this one, they took care of the ball. They really only had 11 through about halfway through the fourth quarter up until the Mavs called no joy. Like, that's impressive performance from them. When they take care of the ball, good things happen. I think it's hilarious that you're saying 15 turnovers is a, an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> like 11 or 12, I would say, but it's the Warriors. You no, know, I mean, it's well, not I mean, a surprise. I mean, also, like I said, though, like oh, four of them were in garbage time. I don't count those. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's really 11. That's fair. Okay. You, you can have that one. Uh, and there was a lot of garbage time in this game. Uh, I mean, honestly, the whole second half felt like garbage time. You, you're great tweeting live through games. And one of the things that you had that I thought was fascinating was, this possession where Clay Thompson, he kind of loops through the middle of the court in transition. And I think it was Bullock or DFS. I forget who was on him. Finney kind Smith. of just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Finney Smith. Thank you. He just stopped. And Clay, Clay never got to his spot and just stopped. He just kind of slowed down and started jogging and then just picked up the pace a little bit to come over a screen and get the open three. Just talk about that play. I mean, it's, it, it, it's just the, the stuff you see from them is they never stop moving, you know, and that's something where, you know, Finney Smith stops, you know, okay, cool. And that's normal. Everybody would normally when your guy cuts through, doesn't get the ball and runs out to the corner or the, the, the wing, you get a second and you always see the defense, just the defender gets a second to kind of just be like, Oh, okay, good. While he was going, ah, okay, good. Clay was running off of a loony screen. And at that point it's like an, ah, shit. And you got to run and go get, you know, you got to go <laughs> chase after him. And he gets a three off of that. This stuff we've seen from Curry, right? Steph Curry's most dangerous after he passes the ball. There was a situation where they trapped him in the corner. He really threw that ball nowhere. He threw it to just like, all right, I hope somebody goes and gets it over his shoulder. <laughs> Draymond goes and gets it. And then, you know, the defense kind of relaxed for a second. Luca, who was doubling him, sprints out to go get to his man. And I think it was Bullock at that point who just stopped for a second. Looney comes and sets a screen. Curry's running off of it, and Curry gets a wide open three. That's right when he was doing that little, they were on a 10-2 run or I think an 8-0 run at that point, and Curry did a little dance afterwards. Like, I think those are the things about it, and I think that's really where the Mavs defense fell apart, Jared. They kind of just fell asleep on so many possessions like that. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, Golden State had 24 assists, but nobody had more than four assists. The, The game high for both teams was four assists, which is kind of crazy. And the guy that had that, or one of the guys that had that, is, you know, the 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 Warriors big man who is so well known for his playmaking, his passing, racking up dimes. Who are we talking about right now? 
Kevon Looney. Who else? Like this is Kevon the only Looney. guy I look at when we talk about that. This who is, else? This is who we do. But he had a lot of great dimes. Just and 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 it, easy reads. And again, it comes back to just the constant movement. Clay Thompson slipping off of a post split action, wide open. Looney hits him. You know, Clay back cuts. Another opportunity right there. I think he hit Otto Porter Jr. on another uh, uh, back cut scenario. Like, just nice little feeds from Looney, who never gets enough credit for the fact, you know, he is actually a really good passer. It, it, it doesn't show as much because when you're playing with a guy like Draymond, it does get overshadowed. But he's really impressive in his passing and has really grown in that area. And it showed tonight. Let's still talk about Draymond. I mean, Dr- Draymond, I, I really love the way he's moving. You you pointed out in, in your Twitter thread that he hit one of those free throw line floaters. He's being a little bit more aggressive, hunting for a shot. How is Draymond looking right now? Yo, when he does that, it changes everything for the Warriors, right? And there, there are a lot of times we've seen in the playoffs where he will catch it in the lane and not want to shoot the floater and look for somebody else. Listen, part of it had to do with that couple of days rest they hadn't played since Friday night looked a lot better movement fluid wise and, and and was able to get moving and everything that he had in that and just if he's going to be looking to shoot those shots and he doesn't need to shoot a lot he went four or six tonight for 10 points that's going to be big for the Warriors because he's got to be able to be a threat at least in the paint listen nobody's going to guard him shooting threes they're going to let him bomb away from three but in the paint when he's in there he's got to be a threat all right, let's get over to the Dallas offense. And obviously, the Dallas offense is generally one guy, Luka Doncic. He's been incredible this whole postseason. He's been one of the best players in the NBA. And that really fell off in game one. Yeah, but I don't even want to necessarily I, – I didn't even want to start there, Jared. I'm a little mad at you now. Um, don't let's not. Don't let's not. Go where you want to go. Be like the Golden State Warriors offense and go where you want to go. No, I'm just, I'm just cheesing with you a little bit. But I think ultimately <laughs> – the Mavs got great shots in the first quarter. Great looks at threes. Wide open looks. There was the one possession where they got two offensive rebounds off of those looks. You know, and and, and missed three straight threes all wide open. You know, they started this game 3 of 21 from 3. I think, like, that just changed the tenor of it. You know, they go 7 of 21. It's a whole different ball game right there. I think from that point on, then they tried to become very Luka-centric, and he had a tough night tonight. They went 11 for 48 from three, 22.9%. That is a spectacular number of misses in a basketball game. It, 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 impressive, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, almost like going making uh, missing 27 straight. Um, I think the ultimate thing <laughs> is, you know, they, they got good looks. I think they're, the thing for them is they shouldn't panic. But the problem is Luca with seven turnovers, man. Four assists and seven turnovers. Like, it was a brutal night for him. Give the Warriors a ton of credit defensively. I thought Wiggins did a great job and was all over him, hounding him constantly. And then the help, just constantly diving in there and, and poking at the ball and things like that. I mean, they had their digs time very well, but how much does this Wiggins being a pretty powerful, long dude help in just them finally having, or just any team having a good matchup against Luca? I mean, I think this is just one game. Let's. I don't want to go too nuts and all of that stuff, but I think. Oh, Luca's not done. Okay, eh, not yet. I'll, t- um, I'll take that. I'll take you that. You know, let's let's see what it looks like. A few more games, but the the. I think Wiggins' length bothered him. You know, the Mavs got to do a better job of. I thought they got whatever they wanted whenever Curry was involved in the pick and roll. You know, for the most part, I thought they got. Luca was able to get to the rim, was able to find kickouts and things like that. They got to do more of that. They got to kind of ramp that up. And the other thing too, 
get Luka off the ball and get him running into it. I thought they got away from that, especially in the second half. I mean, the Warriors blew this thing open in the third quarter. And I mean, that, that, then that's when it turned into Luka ball and it became a problem. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. That's two nights in a row, two conference finals game ones where the home team just kicked ass in the third quarter. And, you know, it's funny. I was at the South. I'm in Miami right now. I was at the Celtics game, obviously. Nice flex. Nice flex. You're in Miami. It's not even a flex. It's just unplugging. Um, And the Celtics had this fun line after they got their asses kicked, which is that we won the other three quarters. You just lost the third quarter by about 25 points. But otherwise, sure, you won the other three quarters. Uh, the the Mavs just won the second quarter. But the point being is that, like, they got their butts kicked in the uh, third. Fourth, you know, wasn't that. It was actually, like, pretty bad offensively. But also, it was just a blowout at that point. But the Mavs were competitive in this first half. They went, was it, like, three for 21 from three for up to a certain point? Like, they just could not hit a single wide open three. So, if you are a Dallas Mavericks fan... How should you be feeling looking ahead to games two or game two? I, I, I don't I don't think you need to panic right now if you're a Mavs fan. I think the things there is look, you're probably gonna shoot better than that, right? The, these guys have been shooting the piss out of the ball for most of the playoffs. I don't feel like they're just gonna fall apart and we're gonna see another three for twenty one start. I think that's something there. And despite all the poor shooting, it was still a nine point game at the half. Like it the Warriors didn't blow it away until, like you said, the third quarter where it got out of hand. I think you're right in the mix. I think the shooting stuff will come. I think you got to stay with your offense of of doing stuff with Luka off ball. Maybe him in the post a little bit more as well might be something I would try to look at. But the other thing too, defensively, Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith have to be much better. I think they got so used to having to play you know, the Suns were, like you said, a very static, very slow, not a lot of movement. This is a totally different offense, right? These guys are going to be running and flying all over the place. They got to stay disciplined. There is a play where Reggie Bullock had his back to Steph Curry. And then Curry cuts and he overreacts after that. And that's the one where Looney dropped the pass to Clay Thompson. You can't have your back to Steph Curry, man. What are you doing? You got to be a little tighter on that. So I think those are the things you got to, I, I would watch for and expect for a better performance from the Mavs in game two. All right, well, we will watch and expect another good show of The Daily Ding. Tomorrow, I won't be on it because I'll be busy with the game, uh, but we're going to have some good commentary for you over here on the Athletic NBA show, Daily Ding. For Andrew Schlecht, he's Moda Keel. I'm Jared Weiss. See you next time. Ding, ding. <laughs>